welcome to Discover the Truth by Garrett Metal Detectors. I'm Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm happy to welcome Digger Don on the program. So, Digger Don, let's start off here. Tell me a little bit about how you first got started in metal detecting. Hi, Tyler. Thanks for having me on the show. So, how did I get into metal detecting? Now, it started when I was quite young. I always had a very big interest in history. I loved history at school. It was one of my favourite subjects. But the interest in metal detecting started really when I was about 13 and I was playing with some friends playing hide and seek. It was my turn to be on and as I was counting, I was digging my foot into the mud and I was on a building site at the time so the ground had been dug up. And as I was digging my foot in the ground, I saw a little bit of glint of gold come out of the ground and I pulled it out and it was a coin from 1780, and it was a George III gold spade guinea. Now, at the time, I had no idea what it was. In fact, I, I did think it was Roman, but, but I still think things are Roman now. But it just set me off. It set my imagination off. I wonder, you know, I always used to look at things and wonder what was there. But I didn't know anybody to, you know, go ask about metal detecting, or I didn't even know where there was any metal detecting shops or anything in those days. So it was just always a bit of a dream. That was until I started watching the National Geographic and I saw KG Ringy actually <laughs> on National Geographic detecting and I thought right I know I've got I know a brand now what I can go for and I, I watched what they did a little bit so I sort of learned off them off the TV and um, I got a metal detector and the rest is history he could say. What's been the most interesting and exciting aspect of metal detecting for you? So many. That's there's so many different interesting parts of metal detecting. I don't think I know really where to start. I mean, it's give my life a purpose. You know, every week I work hard during the week, and every weekend I've got something to look forward to. You know, I'm always thinking about going out on the dig at the weekend, what I might find. You know, I spend the evenings researching. I loved. I'm, I'm, I've learned so much about different areas, and I've learned so much about history actually. Then there's meeting people, there's the metal detecting community itself. I find it all equally as fantastically interesting. I really do. So tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel and where the inspiration for it first came from. Well, my channel is called Digadar Metal Detecting. That's me, by the way, if you do it, weren't sure. <laughs> and it's been going now about five and a half years. Um, and it's, I'm actually doing quite well on it. Now... The inspiration for it came really, it, well, I never actually planned to have a metal detecting channel as such. I just wanted to record the memory. And I'd had an account on Faith, on YouTube and for about three years and I'd put one video on it of my cat and it only had six, six views in three years. So I didn't really think anybody looked at YouTube. I thought you had to have some sort of special knowledge. So I made this very first video of my very first outing and I put it on for the memories and I was absolutely shocked that people started watching it. You know, <laughs> I really couldn't believe it. I mean, I still find it quite strange that, you know, how well I've actually done. There's nobody more surprised than me that how it's worked out because I never intentionally went out to make a YouTube channel. It's just that it started and then people liked it and then so I just carried it on. And um, it, it fills with me with a lot of joy, actually, because I get such lovely comments off people and emails telling them, 
you know, how they've been down and have cheered them up or how I've helped them learn or all the tips that I've tried to share and things in a language that they can understand because I try to keep things simple. Um, yeah, it's just, um, I love my YouTube channel, to be honest with you. How have people responded to your channel? Uh, like I was just saying then, you know, the, the response to my channel is phenomenal. I have such positive members on there. Um, you know, the, the responses that they comment every week. I mean, I try to comment back. Um, they, they send me lovely emails saying how that, the, you know, the, some people have been quite depressed and that I cheer them up, which cheers me up. It keeps me going that. Other people saying about how I've inspired them to make their own YouTube channels or I've inspired them to go out metal detecting or I've one that I really like that I get a lot of is that I've inspired pe people's wives to go out with them so that they've gone together, you know, and, and they've got couples there doing something together, which I think is fantastic. And overall, it's really, really, really positive. I mean, I have a big Facebook group as well. So I have about 16,000 people on Facebook that have come from a Digger Dawn channel. And um, we share tips in there and everything else like that. So for me, it's a whole way of life now. It's like a big social um, meeting of minds and friendships. Yeah, it's a very, very positive channel. Walk us through some of your best finds. Now, I always get asked this question and I find it very, very difficult to answer because I've had so many wonderful things. And I love my finds all for different reasons. None of them about monetary value. They're usually all historical value. So let's have a think about, I'll give you a few. Now, obviously, I found earlier this year, actually, just before the lockdown, a Bronze Age axe head. Now, that was three and a half, well, it's about three and a half thousand years old. So it'll have been Bronze Age uh, it came up, it's like a, a flat axe, and I'd always dreamed of getting a Bronze Age axe head. I mean, it's so fantastically old, and you know, you, it makes you wonder how it, it stayed in the land all that all that time waiting for me to come and find it. it just blows my mind. It does three and a half thousand years, and then I've got things that I like to wear. For example, if you look here, I've got this uh, a silver buckle ring there. I don't know if you can see it. Um, I dug that up. That's a Victorian buckle ring from 1847. Um, and I dug that up and I wear that all the time. The gold one I found on New Year's Eve this, this year, <laughs> I wear that all the time. So I like finding stuff and wearing it as well. So the rings are my favourite finds. Then there's things that I can use in my house. Like recently I found, and I've been after one for five years, um, a, sil a full silver spoon. Now, I've found silver handles before, but I'd never found a full silver one. So I've polished it up and, and I use it in my tea every morning and I stir my tea with my silver spoon. So I love that. Then if you're looking at my coins, I have, oh, I, I have some really lovely coins. I've got some Roman ones from um, 340 AD that are copper. I've got some hammered ones, which are Elizabeth I, which are from 1575, around that date, which I like. But my favourite coins are the George III ones, only because the designs on them are so beautiful. And my favourite one is a half crown, which, if you're not sure in America, is a really, really big one. Um, and I've got one of those. And In fact, when I found it, I nearly started crying. I was so happy. 
So, but my, I, I treasure all my finds. I've not sold anything. I keep them all in a treasure box. And uh, I, I do get them out quite often and, and just look at them all and just rearrange them around. <laughs> we'll wrap it up here with this last question, but what's still on your must-find bucket list? Oh, my bucket list. My bucket list is actually so big, but I have to try and keep it smallish. <laughs> now, I've got two bucket lists. One is a, an unrealistic one, which I've got a little bit of a chance of finding, but not very much. And then the other one, is one that I, I, you know, I quite might find each week. So my unrealistic one contains a lot of gold things like um, gold, Saxon or Viking artifacts. Um, I'd like hammered gold coin. I would like um, the little staters that they do, that are gold Celtic staters. Those would be fantastic as well. Um, things that are more realistic, I would love a little silver thimble so I've not had a full silver thimble before. I would really, really like one of those. And I would like a hoard of hammered coins. So that would be anything more than three. That would be, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> and uh, I would like, I'm getting all like, flustered now thinking about these things. Um, what else would I like? Uh, a Bronze Age spearhead. That's quite high on my list. I would like in coins, I would like an Edward VII half crown or florin so that's from about 1810 but it's not very old but you don't find them very often so it's the rarity in that so all the things that i found it's not really for the value it's just for the historical you know value of it and of so many things i mean i everything i find is a bucket listed to be honest with you because everything's new and everything's exciting and something to look up so yeah, I have got a huge bucket list and those are my main ones. But there's more that I've forgot about, which I'll remember in a bit when I've gone. <laughs> Thanks so much, Digger Don, for joining us here on this episode of Discover the Truth by Garrett Metal Detectors. And everyone, thank you for watching along with us today. We'll be back soon with more episodes. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. We'll talk again soon.